0: The stars at night are big and bright, <laughs> deep, deep in the heart of hockey.
1: Hi, I'm Carolyn.
0: Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> I'm Naren.
1: And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey, a podcast about the Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and general shenanigans, which I guess are coming, coming fast and furious.
0: It is September 29th, and this is our hundred and third podcast welcome to our podcast (laughs) you know what we never did at the top
1: what we didn't sync up that's okay we'll survive somehow i will i will figure that welcome it's easy enough
0: to our podcast (laughs) (laughs) Uh... sit down in this wing back chair with me by the fire
1: welcome while we ostensibly talk about hockey or are you just gonna say welcome for like 50 minutes
0: (laughs) I mean is there anything else that needs to be said welcome (laughs) to our podcast um no let's talk about some hockey I guess (laughs) Uh, did you see that, um... It's been a fucking week. It is. Did you see that which Connor are you, uh, hockey quiz?
1: I did! It was great! That was a good little quiz! Did you
0: see which Connor I got? No, which Connor did you get? Would you, like, care to take a guess of all the Connors in the NHL as to which Connor I got? I'm gonna go with McDavid. (laughs) You would be correct. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome... To my deepest shame.
1: <laughs> I got Connor Sheery, which it suited me pretty
0: well, well. Steph got Connor Carrick, and I was so jealous because I, I was like, <laughs> "There, I don't. Okay, so let me read you the description of Connor McDavid, and you tell me if any of this actually fits me, okay? Okay. Are you painfully awkward and unsure why your amazing friends even like you? Well, that's why you got Connor McDavid. But honestly, it's probably your dry personality and determination—stubborn asshole or hardworking overachiever. I guess it's about perspective.
1: Well, I mean, that last bit can make I can un- understand being a you know, 'cause you do you you know you are you like to know all the things you like to be right. Yeah, that, I mean that yes. I can kind of stand, understand. The first bit, not so much. No,
0: no, I've never wondered why my friends like me. I'm a fucking delight. That's why they like me. <laughs> uh i i definitely got connor sherry i shut it down i don't remember exactly what it
1: said but it was basically like wow you really like your wife don't you and i was like well i'm glad to be
0: associated with that person well i really like connor (laughs) sherry's wife yes i don't i don't know anything about connor sherry's wife
1: i don't either but i'm like i'll take the personality of i'll be happy to get that answer on a quiz of Dude who likes his wife. I know, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, <know>? okay. <laughs>
0: done and done. Thank you, sir. That was a cute quiz. I like that quiz.
1: We'll find the link for it and and put it up with the... Just,
0: Just be aware that you might be disappointed in your results, as I was, in finding out that I'm apparently Connor McDavid. Well, I feel like for anyone
1: else, that's not nearly as disappointing.
0: I mean, potentially not. But also potentially so. (laughs) I mean, honestly, just fuck that quiz results is all I'm saying.
1: (laughs) Did you see that Connor McDavid was on a line with James Neal and Thomas Jerko? (laughs) Jerko. I don't know how you say it. I don't. I I don't don't know either.
0: But to be quite honest, I really fucking hope it's Jerko. Please, please let it be Jerko. (laughs)
1: uh but anyway like who who even is that dude anymore right like don't know i don't know at all right i don't know he was like one of those like underrated potential steal guys three years ago and then james neal who famously is not particularly good at hockey anymore
0: (laughs) so you're saying i shouldn't take him in my fantasy draft tonight
1: Do not take him in your fantasy draft tonight. That's a joke I never would have. Okay. (laughs) Well, speaking of fantasy drafting season, that means that the preseason is basically
0: over. Yeah, is anybody playing another preseason game?
1: Um, I know the blues were supposed to play one today, um, but they had to get theirs cancelled because they were playing issues, and then the um <laughs> the canes and the caps are playing today right now um and uh already the coaches have had to be separated by the refs, and our favorite Tom Wilson has been ejected from the game
0: for arguing with the refs <laughs> couldn't couldn't have happened to a more deserving fuckhead. I forgot that the Blackhawks were in Germany, so they are doing that. Yeah, that's the thing. The so Jets in the Wild are playing, and the Sharks and the Golden Knights. Wait, what the fuck? Who are the? Who, what are the Flyers doing tomorrow? They're know, playing a game know. against somebody called Lausanne? Lausanne where are they? Oh, are
1: they in Sweden? Oh, I think okay. one of the, or no? Are they in Switzerland? They're in Switzerland, I think.
0: Let me Google this, and I'll but, tell you.
1: But they're doing global thing, too. They're in too. Switzerland. Yeah.
0: Switzerland. And then the regular season starts on Wednesday. Yay! Yay, regular season.
1: That sounded super, super excited. Don't
0: I sound so happy?
1: <laughs> this is gonna be great. Is that your new D&D voice?
0: Yes, this is my... <laughs> This is my... God, I would murder you. I would kill your character. This is my goblin character. His name is Boblin the Goblin. He tends bar. Would you like an ale? It's fresh off of the wagon. From somewhere that makes ale. Ale couldn't come up with anywhere that mcbale i don't know it's all good now that i'm out of that voice i don't think i could ever get back into it so you're welcome <laughs> everyone for that
1: well for the stars the preseason is officially over uh they've whittled the roster down to 23 they're still carrying approximately 1 million defensemen um even though they did just Send a guy back to Texas, but I think Fadoon is still on the stars roster, like the big stars roster. Obviously, Haskinen and Klingberg, Lindell.
0: I can tell you exactly um, who's on the stars roster still.
1: Well, I mean, I'm looking at it, but they didn't take uh, did we ever get Chiconi off of it? Is, is
0: it Chicone? Is that how you say that?
1: I don't have any idea, but that's what I'm gonna go with. I like
0: it. That's fine. That works for me. Chicone. Fadoon, Haiskinen. Uh, so
1: Chicone so Ciccone got sent back to
0: Texas. Oh is he the so one he's the one He's just still got on there. the roster on the NHL app, so mm, that's 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 a problem. Uh Steven it happened, Steven like, Johns is also morning. still on this roster. <laughs>
1: yeah, so Bless. uh so everybody except for those two, so Fadoon, Haiskinen, Klingberg, Lindell, Alexiac, Polak, and Sakura. Sakura. Uh, do we think Sakura. that Stephen
0: Johns is ever going to play again? mm That's so sad to me. It is sad. He's only 28. 27. According to... The... Oh, that's the number.
1: <laughs>
0: but yes, 27. Yes, his roster number is 28. He is 27. He <laughs> 20...
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, it's pretty sad. But, I mean, again, we have a billion D. So, because we have a billion D defenseman and because obviously preseason doesn't show you anything really about what's going to happen in the regular season, especially with a guy like Monty. What kind of uh pairings do you think we'll see? What kind of defense
0: pairings? I mean, I think they'll they'll, they'll probably stick Kling, Klingberg and Lindell back to get together again, right? I think so. Um. Hayskinen and Polak at number two, I'm assuming. And then everybody else swapping in and out at third pair.
1: Actually, so... Have, have you Cara, seen different? No. No, I mean, I don't... Have, seen is a hard word for that, because I have not watched a single preseason yeah. game, in large part, because I had no access to them. Oh, I
0: forgot is <laughs> new this year. I don't know where he slots in.
1: But... Last night against Colorado, one thing that was interesting is they paired Haskinen and Klingberg.
0: Really? And then put Lindell back with Sakara?
1: Yeah, and did that as the second pair and then finished it up with Alexiak and Pollock. Okay. okay, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I'm just curious to see if that will actually stick. Yeah. I think it might be more more likely that we get Klingberg,
0: Lindell, and Haskinen, Sakara. Okay. I mean, I like that better than Hayskin Polak. There's no need to me too. No need to stunt that poor young'un's growth.
1: <laughs> it was also kind of a weird game in that, like, Dallas um, against Colorado ended up winning in the shootout, but like a lot of from a shot perspective, Dallas actually didn't do as bad as one would think because I was, like, fully expecting it to be completely one-sided, and it was not, so that was good. But forwards I'm a little surprised to still see on the the roster here is Justin Dowling. Yes. same I'm, a, like, number one, it's kind of sad that Garyanov did not impress. We kind of were... I wouldn't say... Ho- I wasn't. I won't say I was expecting him to, because I wasn't. I was actually being extremely.
0: Well, don't they have to have Dowling up until Corey Perry is back in the lineup? Yes, but it didn't necessarily have to be Dowling. Sure, you know sure. what I mean. Yeah, it could have been Gurianna. It could have been Gurianna.
1: It could have been well, somebody else. Yeah. Um, and so having it be Dowling, who did put in a pretty decent showing when he was up last year as well, I think, for you know, just very injuri- various injury stints, is cool because the guy is like, what it's not he was born in 1990, therefore he's basically an old man for yes, hockey standards. He, <laughs> uh,
0: he and his wife just announced they were pregnant. Oh, he's got cute. that about to be a new dad energy. very helpful, very helpful. Yeah, they are oh, oh that's weird. I just went and looked it up to make sure that that was right. Uh and it it is. They're due March 20th, March 2020. Um but Mike McKenna responded to the Instagram post with good shooting. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. That's a little <laughs> Like, yeah, all right, all righty, all righty then. Thanks, I guess.
1: That's a little, that's a little much for me. Yeah. The problem with the preseason games is that there's so many players you know would never actually make the NHL roster playing, like, Harley. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, like, it's hard to make any predictions based on that. I think I was a little, I think... The thing that's going to be interesting to me is how we end up actually using Pavelski. Whether he becomes a first line and then they just knock Radulov down to the second line, which might work better, or if they use, try to use Pavelski as the driver on the second line.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of hard to tell what Monty was doing because uh, I've do, I've, I can't remember what preseason game that was. But there was a uh, Micah after the game posted that the. You know, the usage chart of all of them, and it was, like, every single possible pairing, like, like yeah. line combination had been utilized. And it was kind of like, who knows what he's doing? We don't. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling that, that the,
1: much like last year, we're not going to start seeing a pattern emerge until well after October. Yeah. Maybe. Which... It's not necessarily the best thing for getting a team settled.
0: No, no, it isn't. It isn't. I mean, I I understand if you're still trying to find that like sweet spot of you know like a pairing that works together, changing it up occasionally. Or if like in a game, it's like this is just not working. We need to do something different. I get that, but like at some point, you've got to pick one and let them get used to each other and like play together. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't just keep changing it up every single fucking second like that's not really 100 percent the most useful yeah and i think that's the other thing
1: is that preseason the way the preseason has been run for the last couple of dallas stars camps is it's almost all 100 percent to evaluate the young guys yeah you know it's like the older veterans have already claimed their spot so to speak and so it's not up for grabs right and that i don't necessarily think is the right way to run a preseason like don't get me wrong like i will use sagan as an example just because we know you know this is fine right like nothing's ever going to happen to sagan right but let's say something did and he you know for some reason was god awful this year should he then be assured his spot on the opening roster or should he be the one fighting for it you know what i mean mm-hmm because it feels like whenever we come out of preseason a guy like Corey Perry who hasn't even played is assured his spot on the roster the minute he gets healthy or you know Blake Como who is not a particularly good player oh, assured or his spot on the roster Roman Pollock <laughs> assured his spot on the roster when these other
0: guys should be fighting for yeah it. yeah no i don't i don't disagree with any particular point Uh, No, whatever.
1: But for all that we're bitching about it, we have seen a couple of season previews come out by um, very trusted sources. So um, Dom, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. I love him to death. Nice guy. Really good writer. His last name is Polish and it has three Z's in it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Susan, something like that. Um, But everybody knows who he is. He's Dom. He's Young Dom. He's Dom. He's Young Dom on the Twitter. (laughs) Uh, But he writes for The Athletic and he does a game. He does a season preview for every single team. And I read his star season preview when it came out last week. Um, And it was... I mean, honestly, fucking spot on. Basically, every single thing that he said, I agreed with with one minor, super minor niggle, which is that he likes Pavelski a lot better than I like Pavelski. And uh, he came away uh, with predicting the stars at about 96 points, 95.9, which is slightly higher than their total points from last season. They were at 93 last year. And... Again, a lot of this was based on Klingberg being... He was very complimentary about Klingberg. which <laughs> just, you know, why I like this so much. Um, but based on, you know, the strength of Klingberg and and able to hang, hang on to the back end, even if there is a guy like Polak there as well. And if Polak isn't there, then, like, honestly, that probably helps a lot. Like, or if he's actually decreased in ice time, you know? Um... And then, of course, Bishop ha- likely to have a good season. Get open ha- likely to have a good season. Those sorts of things. So, whether they may you not know, be Vezina seasons, they'll still likely to be good seasons. He was robbed. Uh, you know. Yeah, no, he was robbed. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just saying. That award is never gonna is unlikely to go to the most deserving person,
0: regardless. Well, then fuck the award.
1: But I don't know. I thought that was I thought his ninety six points were a little bit high because I think they might be slightly less than last year because I think the central's gonna be better. And then (laughs) and then Micah put out his predictions for the year. And he has the Western Conference and specifically the uh, Central Division being extremely difficult this year, um, kind of beating up on each other a little bit. But he has Dallas at the highest point total in the West. What? Again, largely on the back of Bishop and and Kidoban having, you know, again, very likely to be good again this year. Right. um.
0: So. I mean, that's a choice is all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not mad at it. I just don't know if I believe it.
1: We Well, it's also because of the defense of the team was, has been so good for the last couple of years. Sure. So I I just feel almost like bad, like saying. It's what it's really weird to have the analysts like the people with the math behind you. Them go no this team is a lot better than you were saying are you sure and I mean it's not that I don't trust their math it's just that I have no trust in the
0: stars I mean I feel like that's a reasonable thing to do though is to not trust this fucking team I know I mean obviously I love them to tiny little pieces they're my you know my little babes but like, come on now, like, it just seems reasonable to be like, yeah, okay, it's the stars, like, let's temper our expectations a bit. Anyway, so... Sorry.
1: I get, It's one of those things where it's like, I get why other people are so excited for this season, but I just personally am having a very hard time bringing myself to be excited for this season.
0: <laughs> I'm excited, but I'm also like, I feel like I'm a normal amount of excited. I'm not sitting here thinking, like, that this season is going to be the most amazing thing that's ever happened to us. Yeah. I
1: think mine is, like, I just want hockey to be fun. And I have seen no evidence that it will be a fun season. And and I just keep getting constantly disappointed by the NHL and other things going on, like this whole Austin Matthews
0: Oh, yeah. Thing flashing
1: a security guard
0: and not even just flashing her, but like the... thinking it would be funny to like try to open her door.
1: Yeah. Totally, totally inappropriate and really disgusting behavior and just as disgust like I mean, and again, this is not an excuse, but I kind of like expect it from NHL players, but like the amount of people willing to say oh that's fine because it's austin matthews yeah it's just like that's also very disappointing and more disappointing in a close to the chest kind of way yeah because i'll never meet austin matthews right like that's yeah he's not any part of my orbit but some people are and and to be fair most of the people i see that kind of stuff are very much on my periphery like my friends have all been pretty my male friends i should be even clearer more clarify have all been really like what the fuck you know about it but um yeah it's just hockey culture is so terrible it is <laughs> it's so terrible
0: yeah
1: oh that's why i was so glad to get connor Sheary because he seems like a genuinely nice guy doesn't he though <laughs> genuinely nice connor not that connor mcdavid doesn't either we just have whatever <laughs> everything i've heard about connor mcdavid is that he's a very nice person
0: i mean i guess No, as we as discussed Um, last season, I I mostly just feel sorry for Connor McDavid these days, and it's less like I just hate that I got him, and more that like I just I hate that I have to feel a thing about him because I feel sorry for him. You know, like (laughs) I just want to be able to dislike him and just get on with my day. But no, instead I'm like that poor child has like the weight of the entire expectations of like every single person living in Edmonton and I just feel bad for him because they cannot seem to build a team around him that will do anything other than like drag him down into obscurity Mm -hmm. for the rest of his career like Mm -hmm. the worst thing that could have happened to that child is getting drafted by the Edmonton Oilers and they're going to use him up until they trade him out like they did Taylor Hall and it's just gonna be the saddest fucking thing and it makes me sad for him and I hate feeling that way I hate it a lot It's not fair that I have to feel these feelings. (laughs) It's not fair to me as a person. Well, other
1: things that have happened in the hockey world, other than the stars being potentially overrated. Um, As we talked about last time, the RFA standoffs are basically over. Um, Now that Mitch Marner signed, everybody else came trickling in. Um, And mostly, unfortunately for us, personally... Uh, Mika Rantanen signed, so he'll be back with the Avs at the start of the season. That is rather Uh, unfortunate. Yeah, a little bit unfortunate. A couple of of Jets also signed. Again, not great for us personally. Um, Currently, literally, the only important RFA that is unsigned is Julius Honka, per Cap Friendly.
0: Aww. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean,
1: Dustin Bufflin hasn't. Is he So he's not unsigned, but yeah, so if you were to talk about that a little the bit. The only
0: thing I know is that he's currently on leave.
1: Yeah, so basically he's on a per- a personal leave deciding what he wants to do with his life from what I understand. Whether or not he
0: wants to retire, is that what we mean? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um I mean I- I went. Like, would, there, there
0: are literally like no
1: details that I've I. I yeah. Like, the,
0: the, that's all I've seen too. Um, I would not be sorry if he left. It's kind of like does, it's about as happy as I would be saying goodbye to you know Cronwall so yeah. that we don't get cronwalled anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I just <laughs> yes. don't want to be run over by Dustin Bufflin anymore.
1: So well, and that's the other thing is if Bufflin leaves, that leaves the Jets in a really bad spot. Oh please, Bufflin. <laughs> Why? but it is one of the more mysterious like things yeah. going on right now because there's not very many details about it like honestly when it was first announced everybody was like oh they must have had a death in the family because that's usually what they mean yeah. what those leaves are for and um but no it's like it was just like is you know considering his future whether or not he wants to play this year yeah situ- like
0: that yeah that's all i've I seen that's all i've seen it'll be interesting yeah the only the only thing i saw was that they were basically saying everything's fine with him and his family we're just uh um, look <laughs> looking forward to a resolution is what i heard from shovel dayoff <laughs> and that's what i was like what's going on like yeah what kind of revolution resolution are you looking for like what's
1: well i mean i know what kind of revolution we're looking i for. mean
0: i didn't mean to say revolution but me too i don't know what this voice is either rob bob's twin brother roblin the goblin bob's twin brother (laughs) i i am the town smithy do you need your horses shod how about a nice sword This broadcast. I don't know. I almost feel sorry for anybody that signed on for this one. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, so the Jets are actually like one of the teams that, like, for the last two years, people have been kind of like, "Oh man, their defense is underrated. Their defense is underrated. They could really do a lot this year." And this year, everybody's more like, "Yeah, their window's closed." Yeah. <laughs> like, nope, well, they don't especially know. if Bufflin doesn't come back. <laughs>
0: especially if Bufflin doesn't come back. So. So yeah, um, I mean, well, and like they keep saying they can do things, they can do things, they can do things, and yet they still can't. they they feel like they're as stymied in the postseason as we are. So. Yeah.
1: I think what I'm really interested in seeing this year, and I think, again, I'm looking for hockey to be fun. Like, I want to watch fun hockey. I want to watch fast hockey. I don't want to see people get injured. I don't wanna I want to deal with misogyny. I want a good,
0: clean fight.
1: I want, ideally, no fighting. <laughs> or as few, little fighting as possible. Um, I want lots of goals. I want goals. Give them to me.
0: But I think the Canes might be fun this year. The Canes, well, the Canes need to bring back the surge, and then I will say they'll be fun this year. But
1: they also did something really interesting, um, since we recorded last, which was they traded Justin Falk. Yes, they did. To the St. Louis Blues for Joel Edmondson and Arando.
0: Joel Edmondson is Arando to me. I have no idea who this dude is.
1: Right? I couldn't even remember what fucking team he was on, because I saw the Canes side of things at first. And I was like, who the fuck is Joel Edmondson? He was on the Blues. Yes. And so now he's got, like, you know, uh, um, Stanley Cup under his belt kind of situation. But he was never even, like, I don't think they're, like, particularly good
0: player. Okay, so he's a defenseman. Mm Mm-hmm. That I knew. He's played in the NHL for four seasons now. Never played more than seven sixty nine games. He played sixty nine games twice, but nice. has never played. Yeah, hashtag double nice. <laughs> and his highest point total is seventeen. So, yeah, I always knew he was like he was build as more of a
1: defensive defenseman. But that I think with him specifically meant doesn't move very. No, fast.
0: it doesn't really <laughs> seem like he does. Um. So, for a
1: team like. The Canes, which knowing that you know having a lot of respect for for Tulsky and knowing that they do try to put a lot of data into these things, I think it was more of they didn't want to re-sign Falk because he did sign an extension. Yeah. With St. Louis, so and I I have to think that's why. Yeah. Like I I have to think that's why. So I think I I think it will be interesting to see again, from our perspective, how that changes St. Louis's makeup, because Falk has always been pretty okay defensively, but more, I've always thought of him more on like, he's actually really good on the power play and can change the, the,
0: the way that the puck moves around. Um, but again, I'm looking more at Edmondson. I don't understand him. He is not used on the power play or on the penalty kill, really, apparently. Only on even strength. His time on ice is like twelve minutes a game. Like what are what were they doing with this guy? I don't I don't know.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to get all I mean I it sounds like St. Louis was like, We want to get rid of this guy, and Carolina was like, We want to get rid of this guy, so I guess we'll swap
0: the guys. Um he took precisely one face off last year. <laughs> and he lost it.
1: Really is a defenseman. He really is a defenseman. <laughs> Uh, but you'll appreciate this about Joel Edmondson, fun Joel Edmondson fact, uh, he tried to fight Tom Wilson in front of the wet refs today.
0: (laughs) Oh, I do appreciate that Joel Edmondson fact. Thank you. That's beautiful. You go, Joel Edmondson.
1: Well, do we want to do stars charts? Yar. Twinkle, twinkle, little stars! Stars. How I wonder what you... Charts! <laughs> Today's Stars Charts are brought to you by com, which I don't think I've used yet. I don't think so. But they came up on my, like, sponsored Google thing when I searched Weekly Horoscope, and I quite appreciated their extremely flowery prose. Getting into the week, the the uh, actual
0: weekly horoscopes. Excellent. Okay, so let's do Justin Dowling. Let me find out when his birthday is. His birthday is October first. Oh, good choice. Your baby's got a birthday coming up. Libra. It is Libra season. <laughs> Libra season. What what? <laughs> Libra.
1: You're an incredibly alluring presence right now. Ooh. Even though you're attracting so much attention, consider whether the attention is positive or negative. Not everyone has the best intentions. A.K. watch out for Corey Perry. Right. You're quite industrious this week and you're feeling clever with your money. Use this power to build a more stable and balanced life for yourself. I
0: like that for justin dowling yeah, i like that for justin dowling too so because i like that one let's do jamie Benz. he is as you know a cancer
1: i do where is the
0: cancer a pox scroll, upon scroll. his house
1: scroll there it is there it is cancer you may feel more vulnerable than usual this week but don't let your <laughs> defense mechanisms flare up when there's truly nothing wrong not everything in his attack not everything is an attack on you with that being said, it's time to acknowledge who really does have your back. <laughs> it's me, Jamie, it's me. Let beauty be your guiding light, so don't go out of your way to search for <laughs> darkness. So
0: don't go out of your way to search for what? Darkness. Oh my God, this is beautiful. That feels like like a
1: uh, it should be accompanied by like a magical girl montage of Jamie <coughs> Ben like and his special Star Scouts. You know, yeah, and like, uh, and because we've got a million light. of them, let's also do the Gemini's Gemini, Gemini <laughs> Gemini, you're on the verge of falling head over heels for a hot fling, but be careful not to fall too hard or too fast, awkward. there are still things yet to be revealed when it comes to love time will tell creative inspiration is surrounding you and pulling you in more deeply let an idea spark in your head make sure to lay down plans to bring this idea into reality
0: all righty (laughs) then
1: who's our gemini's i know we
0: lost Spetsa. Uh, I'd have to go through the roster one by one. Um, <gasps> hang on, I'm. Hang on, hang on. I wow, think
1: I know. that was so dramatic. Ah, no, he just missed it.
0: Ooh, what?
1: Ooh, Corey Perry is not a Gemini by oh, five thank days. <laughs> thank fucking Christ. Uh, Cogliano's a Gemini. Oh my God, we made uh Taylor Fadoon is Gemini. We not have that many Geminis anymore? Oh so, well, we added Sakara, he is
0: a Gemini. Yeah. Jason Dickinson is a cancer, just kidding. Yeah. What did, wait, what is Gemini? What uh, they it re- ends
1: on May twenty first through June twenty first.
0: Jason Dickinson is a July fourth baby. How adorable. He's a cancer. Is that? Yes, I know. Oh yeah. Uh
1: yeah, so I guess we had we still have quite a few
0: Geminis. Um, Dennis Garrianov is a Gemini. Oh, he's not on my list. I'm looking at
1: technically, he's not on the roster.
0: No, I know I know where is there? We're still there. Oh, Julius Honka is still on the list for uh um on what whatever website this is. I'm on Wikipedia. <laughs> whatever website you know it's all I'm- good. In- one website, oh my gosh, <laughs> this picture of this picture of Anton Hudobin on uh Wikipedia is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Is it like just on the star's Wikipedia or is it on his Wikipedia? It's on his Wikipedia page Anton it's hilarious which one the main the big one at the top, oh, hang on. Oh. <laughs> right when he
1: was on the arrows
0: <laughs> yes it's beautiful i love That's it very good. i love it so much he's okay, like so... i feel like he would be on our salt team yes he would he I'm like did you see that um that picture that uh sean shapiro posted the other day or like during the shootout of anton Hudoman like literally hanging over the side of the of the bench to to watch the shootout <laughs> like <laughs> no, I nobody didn't. nobody is a bigger fan of hockey than Anton Qdobin like he was literally halfway on the ice just watching the shoot off <laughs> it was it was honestly it was the most adorable I've seen a grown man be like it was just very very cute
1: <laughs> yay
0: yeah I, I freaking love him he's so great
1: well speaking of other great things do you want to talk about happy things yeah let's do
0: it I don't know why I said it in that voice.
1: (laughs) It's just that kind of podcast, apparently. You are having a... You're having a a ball with all Mm -hmm. the different...
0: Just, you know, just trying on different voices.
1: Trying... Working on your improv skills. Yes, I am. Yes,
0: and? Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, So, I guess... I mean, I hung out with my little brother and his family this weekend, so I got to see... Um, in terms of number, (laughs) I saw number three, number seven, and number eight. And, um, they are so cute and I love them so much. And number eight is, like, he's only seven months old and he's like the chillest baby I've ever seen in my life. So much chiller than any other of our babies have ever been. Um, and he's just like he he's always smiley. he's always happy, like he like when he when he fusses his fuss is like Meh. <laughs> Meh. and that's him throwing an absolute fit like that is him, mad as he's ever been in his life Meh. <laughs> it's hilarious, I love him uh last weekend, I got to see Les Mis. it was uh we got we re upped our season tickets to the majestic and so It was my, it was the first play for this season, and we saw Les Mis, and uh, that is, like, if Hamilton's my most favorite musical, which it is at this point in time, Les Mis is my uh, second favorite, but, like, has been my favorite for most of my life. I love it so much, and this was my second time seeing it, and I just adore it. And like it was fun this time because they took a couple of moments of direction in ways that I didn't expect them to. Like they made some parts genuinely funny where like it's not a genuinely funny play, you know what I mean? Yeah. Except I mean, there are certainly parts that are meant to be, like everything with the Thenardier's, but like um they had Marius when he was singing his song with Cassette the first time, like, do this thing where he was like, I don't know what to say <laughs> Like really high pitched and like, Oh my god, <laughs> like that's a girl she's so pretty it was so cute like it's just this really pretty funny minute moment so yeah anyway I, I like I it was it was nice to see something I'd watched and listened to a million times and like see a different interpretation of it so it was fun
1: yay yeah uh I've had a weird weird week
0: uh I mean same same so I feel it
1: yeah so I I left last Wednesday so not last week but week before last to go to my um aunt who's basically my cousin cuz she's my dad's half sister so she's 39 she's my age so i went to le- to go to her uh wedding which was a lot of fun and i got to see my dad um and i got to see my aunt victoria who is my age exactly um and got to catch up with her cuz she lives in tunisia and so obviously we don't see each other often <laughs> Um and so I was supposed to go from there to San Francisco for a vacation but while I was there with for vacation I did get to see our friend Alex that we play D&D with. Yay. And we got to have a really good dinner um and I got to have oh man this bowl of ramen that was everything I've ever needed in life. But then I learned that my uncle died. <laughs> <laughs> and it was yeah. really kind of colored the whole trip, and I had to take a kind of an emergency flight directly from San Francisco to Kansas City, and then my aunts were all very stressed, and my mom was very stressed, and we had to do a service for my uncle, and that actually went off really really nicely, and I mean it was still good. it was good to see the family and all of that, and but yeah, so very very stressful end to a week that was ostensibly meant to be vacation. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, that sucks.
1: <laughs> but I am really glad I got to go to the wedding. The wedding was a ton of fun. It was gorgeous. Um, and yeah, getting to getting to see my dad's side of the family, which I don't get to see often, was really treat a good treat too. Because my aunt Diane was out there from Buffalo. Like, yeah, not just the because a lot of the some of the family I get to see when I like go back to Kansas City and stuff. But like, a lot of where my whole family is pretty spread out. So. A lot of people i don't get to talk too often
0: so i guess that's my happy thing well i'm glad that you had good moments in between having to say goodbye to your uncle that sucks yeah yeah
1: not entirely unexpected and it was really nice like he um he was in a band and like i don't know that he's believes in god so much but it was a christian rock band <laughs>
0: Oh my God, that's amazing.
1: Of like, you know, fifty. Did they come and play at the funeral? They did. They did. So it was more of a memorial service. It was just like it was honestly just them and like one of his fishing buddies because he was a big fisher, and then like the family. And uh, they basically the service was just um, my grandma reading a psalm, his you know a psalm that he liked, and then the, them playing a few. Uh, songs and I lost it. that when I started crying because I won't say like I lost it lost it I'm too Midwestern to really you know be dramatic about it but um it was they were playing this one song and they were like and this is where Dave's solo would be it's <laughs> like oh <laughs> yeah but they, it was really nice because my grand my uncle has always had um he's just been like. He's an introvert like most of my family and like also he definitely struggled with depression and you know he might have actually even been bipolar like had a hard time kind of making and forming relationships for so i didn't even realize like how close he was to these guys and it was really nice to see that he had formed this kind of very special close friendship with these mm-hmm. his bandmates because That wasn't something that I had ever really seen him have, you know, again, just, you know, being his niece and stuff like that. So. Sure. So that was nice. It's weird how
0: you, sometimes you don't really learn things about people until after they're not there to hide them from you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying he was like purposely like, this is my shameful Christian rock band, but like. (laughs) No, he would,
1: he definitely like played it for us all the time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, yeah, that's it's funny. It's funny the things you learn sometimes, and when you learn them. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. You ready to do mm-hmm. some reader questions? Sure, let's do some reader questions. Uh, how do you, do you want me to ask this first one? Yeah, go, you go ahead and ask this first okay. one. Uh, Fiddle You Must asks, "When will the stars respect us and make Klingberg Heiskinen the top pairing?"
1: I don't know. Okay, as much as I just said that I want fun hockey, (laughs) which Haskin and Klingberg is absolutely fun hockey, I don't know that strategically they should make Haskin and Klingberg the number one pair. Because if you think about it, then you have what coming after it.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, And I think this goes to show why, or this this speaks to why we were also potentially excited about having Eric Carlson, is that you could then have two really good pairs, and then so that'd be 40 minutes of ice time covered, you know, by two really good pairs, and then just have, you know, the bottom pair for whatever right mm-hmm. two thirds of the ice time covered I should say it's not usually ever 40 minutes but and so by splitting Klingberg and Haskin and up you still get that to an extent even by adding Lindell or you know knock on wood Sakara it, it's just not as potent as it could be if it had been you know dream scenario of getting that Carlson last summer but
0: you said potent
1: I did say potent I mean it. (laughs) At least I didn't say penetrate.
0: Uh, Why? You said it just now. (laughs) Um, Grody.
1: That said, if this does happen, I'm not going to be mad about it.
0: I mean, what's there to be mad about?
1: Climate change.
0: I meant hockey, Island and... I meant hockey stars related. Not hockey related. Obviously, we can be mad about Austin Matthews all day long.
1: Um, uh, well, could have been honka. Could have been honka.
0: <laughs> Fine! <laughs> you got me! God damn it! Nobody likes
1: Christopher you. Bernard asks. Bernard? Bernard. Asks. I don't know. Bernard, probably? Probably. But uh, apparently this is the the podcast where we're just saying silly things. This is the... Po- <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> Christopher Bernard asks, Unsung prospects in the organization. Uh, guys who have the least amount of expectations, yet the greatest likelihood to be better than expected. My votes are for... Kamano and Tufti. I'm also high on Barto. I know literally nothing about Bartow. I am <laughs> fairly convinced that is a fake person. I feel like you made that name up. I did. I did it. But somebody clearly did. Um Ah, man, prospects.
0: I mean, admittedly, we don't follow prospects. We do terribly, well, At all, if ever.
1: Prospect question. You know what? Frankly, though, I will say with how our prospects have turned out recently, you know, again, Haskin and being the very notable exception. I feel like putting expectations on any of them is bad.
0: (laughs) I really, no, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Like, God, I feel bad.
1: Like, this used to be a fun, happy, laughable podcast, and now it's just...
0: Remember when we used to laugh? (laughs) That's kind of how I feel. I mean... I don't know. Remember when hockey was good? I do. I do remember when hockey was good. Uh, If you want updates on, on prospects, um... Honestly, the best place I know to go to is uh, Derek Neumeyer, who writes uh, prospect updates every so often for Defending Big D. He mm-hmm. he really follows all of them, knows everybody, knows uh, who's good and who isn't, and would probably be the best person to ask about prospects. I'm just gonna flat out say it's one of the uh, one of the areas, the weakest areas in my hockey knowledge that I just don't have the time to try to dedicate to bolstering like it's. i I just i i they will come to here and i will read their scouting report and then i will see how they play in the nhl and then i will have opinions but until then i just don't yeah that's kind of where i'm at yeah so i appreciate the hockey the uh, the prospect question um but my answer is i don't know
1: this is also why we have Hannah on every time the draft comes around. It is, it is.
0: <laughs> she is another good person to talk to about. I mean, like hockey with Hannah, except it's like there's no eye in the with. Um, she's really she knows she knows her shit. Derek Newmeyer knows his shit. Um, I just the only reason I mentioned Derek Newmeyer is that he know he he's the stars. He's the stars. Yeah, he's the stars guy. Um, and I, I mean, but I, I, Hannah would know too. Like if, mm-hmm. she would just, you know, if you don't want to have to interact with a person, <laughs> you can always just read. Derek's updates. <laughs> but if you want to interact with the person ask a personal question, sure, go to see either one of them. Um, they would both know. They would both be able to give you their opinions. I just, I can't because I don't have one. So, yeah. Uh, the best Shanny in all the land asks, what are y'all's thoughts on the Winter Classic logo? My Wait, no,
1: has- no, no
0: accent for Shanny. The best Shani. In all of the land asks, (laughs) what are y'all's thoughts on the Winter Classic logo? (laughs) Well, Carolyn, (laughs) what Uh, are your thoughts?
1: So I don't think it's officially confirmed. It is. It absolutely is. is. Oh, it is? Yeah, the Dallas Stars tweeted it out. Oh, I thought, okay, I, I only saw the like. They're
0: selling t shirts in the hanger.
1: No, I saw the rumor picture of the hint the hanger shirt it's not, being it's like. It's
0: not a rumor picture. I ordered one from the hanger online.
1: No, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like I said, I I saw the picture of the hanger stuff, uh-huh. and somebody said, oh, I think this might be the Winter Classic logo. And then it hadn't been confirmed oh, no, when were, I saw it. No, they were that. saying
0: that. No, no, no. So they, when somebody said this might be the Winter Classic logo, they were talking about the video that um the Dallas Stars posted that had the logo incorporated into it but then oh. right after the Stars posted that the hanger then posted hey here's our winter classic uh stuff and it had that logo on it I don't oh, okay. know if that's gonna be like the jersey I still haven't seen the jersey
1: um, yeah no that's not gonna
0: it. drop until November um but I would assume that is also going to be the jersey. Uh, I don't oh, know. Okay. But, well, yeah, no, I that's like it. that's the logo for yeah. I like it too. I've already ordered a shirt. <laughs> I will probably
1: eventually order a shirt, but I have to cut back on my spending right now. Oh fuck yeah, I feel you. <laughs> Bet
0: I still ordered a shirt.
1: I had to take an emergency flight that I had <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> had not budgeted for. No, ever
0: si- ever since I refinanced everything, I was like hemorrhaging money for a little bit while I paid stuff off, and now I'm like Ugh! tighten it up again. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. And- <laughs> Gotta just suck it in. Suck it in. <laughs> suck it in. Suck it in. You don't actually have all this money. <laughs> yeah. I did see today, um, just before we got on this the recording, the Preds released a preview of their winter, their uh, shoulder patch little logo. And that looks really cool and super like 1950s, high school mascot looking a little bit as well. So, oh, yeah? I'm pretty excited for this whole overall aesthetic that I think they're building up to for the Winter
0: Classic. I mean, I am I'm all for it. Let's do this. Let's do this hockey. Let's do that hockey. That Winter Classic hockey.
1: That Winter Classic hockey. <laughs> Frankly, going to the Winter Classic is probably the only thing that's actually keeping me invested in this season. <laughs>
0: Like I know I mean, we're going
1: to winter classic, therefore I wanna know about the stars. Therefore before we get there.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be so fun.
1: It is gonna be a lot of fun. I'm very excited.
0: It's I'm very excited. Be so good. I'm just so excited. <laughs> Why am I talking like this? I don't know. Can can you can you sing us out on Boblin? <laughs> I don't know if I can get back to Boblin. What did Boblin sound like? Was it like this? Yes, that's a Boblin. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you would like to try some ale, you can come down to my tavern, Boblin's Drinks and Fine Establishment. Where you can have the finest ale in all of the realms. You can not also blast watch... beverages. Come on. You can also No, no. <laughs> Boblin's not smart enough for alliteration. <laughs> I also have a big screen spell scroll where I stream the games straight from <laughs> the material plane. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm very sorry about all the shenanigans that have gone down today. You can find Carolyn on Twitter <laughs> at Classlicity. I am not on Twitter, but you can find Marin on Twitter at Marinish. And our official Twitter is Deep Heart Hockey. <laughs> If you have a question or you would like to tell me what a terrible voice this is, you can send an email to departhockey at wordpress.com. You can also send me suggestions for what to name my stupid tavern, since I'm apparently really bad at names. And you can find our blog at com. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh god. We're going to lose some followers for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're going to stop about halfway through this and they're never even going to hear that. You don't you don't You you don't have to worry about anything. Uh, If we have a really low listenership next week. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, come back after actual games have been played. We didn't watch the preseason. It doesn't matter. Nothing happened. I had no
1: ability to watch the (laughs) preseason.
0: Who who cares about the preseason? I mean, it's a preseason game. I'm I'm excited Hockey's back. I I, I really loved that Pavelski-Ben-Sagan goal. Um, But yeah, until the regular season starts, it's all just, you know. It's goblins all the way down. Goblins all the way down. (laughs) Okay, bye! (laughs) Okay, bye!